You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Woohoo! <clears throat> so, Brandon. Yes, I'm here. Um, yeah. You you love the winter, right? I really, I love seasons. Okay. I probably, and this is going to be weird, I hate the spring. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like spring. I like the feeling you get in spring when summer's coming and stuff. Yeah. And and August can suck it. I hate August. <laughs> That's like the worst month ever. Or no, not August, sorry, July. 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 Yeah. July is the worst. Sorry, August, didn't mean to offend you. July is the who I'm really going after here. Um besides the 4th of July and the rodeo here in town that I really like on the 24th. But besides that, I would just move to Montana. Alaska. Yeah. Anywhere north of anything where the high temperature doesn't reach 80 degrees like oh my gosh so i love seasons i don't like how muddy and messy spring is because in the fall you don't have that grossness it just it it gets really pretty things start to die off but the colors are beautiful right and then it goes right into this white winter it's very you you have a dead spot where things are like dying or dead on on for a week or three or four but it, you can still go out and run, right. and it, the trails aren't nasty and stuff. You can still do things, and then winter comes, and then spring. It's like every other day you can't go out on the trails because it's a muddy, sloppy mess and right. gross. And yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would agree with that as far as spring being a hard time to really take advantage of the mountains. Uh, I like I like the spring. I'm I'm the same with you. Every season for me has its has its perk. Because uh, summer's probably my least favorite because it's so hot, but also one of my favorite times to get up into the high mountains and um, escape the heat that way. But I like to garden. I like growing a garden, and so spring for me is it's like hard to do in the winter. Sweet, yeah. yeah so as, as soon as the snow melts, it's like ah, oh, time to get the garden in, and and so I enjoy that. Um, also, for me, spring is a good time to get on my road bike when the when the trails are muddy and stuff like that i can it's still perfect temperature for road biking although i don't do it very often anymore i i still go to in my head i go to i want to go climbing yeah in the spring yeah for whatever reason i really i get jazzed about rocks in the spring yeah (laughs) yeah yeah oh yeah me too um but the reason i bring that up is because um so you like the winter you like seasons and stuff like that but you're Probably of all of us in the in uh, at Gear Thirty, you're one of the more avid snowshoers. I do like me some snowshoeing. Yeah, I love snowshoeing. I know. I I, I think wa- it's awesome. I think 
people might think, well, what's the point? Because you can't ski down, you know? <laughs> kind of one of kind of one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is weird. You don't always have to hike up. You can hike through and around and over, and yeah, just get out and, and enjoy winter. It's slower. There's not a destination necessarily in mind, and so it's more about taking in the current just surroundings, the current, yeah. and which is one of the reasons I do like skinning when we when you do when I do get out and go backcountry splitboarding or something to me, I am way less interested in speeding to the top and getting laps. I'm more like, did you guys hear that owl? Did you, <laughs> yeah. You can, like I just, I'm taking it in, man. It's so winter mornings before the sun comes up is, yeah. I mean, an unreal time to be out in the wilderness. Like it's very pretty. And then when the sun is up and you could snowshoe nice and snowshoe or skin nice and slow, it's, I really enjoy that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I really enjoy snowshoeing as well. Um, I've done less of it than you because usually if I have some time, I put the skis on and I ski yeah. up and ski down. Um, but I do really enjoy snowshoeing. I live close to uh, North Fork Park. and Like, like a mecca of winter Center. entertainment. Like, yeah, so we do a lot of cross-country skiing. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I waxed my wife's cross-country skis. And uh, the bases were getting really dry, so I waxed them all up. Are they scaled? They are scaled, yeah. but I put a little wax on the scales, not not to fill in the grooves, but just to help them like not be so dry and glide better. She calls me up. What did you do to my skis? <laughs> She's like I can't get up the hills. Yeah, I'm sliding all over the place. Yeah. Um. Oops. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Oops. she said, I I thought I was a pretty good cross country skier, but I realized it's because. They hadn't, the skis hadn't been waxed. So on the downhills, they're pretty slow. And on the uphills, they're really grippy. Yeah. And she's like, I realize now that when they're waxed properly, I'm not very good cross country skier. It's funny. So they go way too fast on the downhill and I'd struggle on the uphill. Oh, cross country, that's no, they're hard anyway. <laughs> that's not an easy yeah. thing to do. Yeah. So, but, um, but North Fork Park, cross country skiing, snowshoeing, fat biking, it's like a mecca for that type of stuff. Um, but I, I do love to snowshoe for that same reason, but I have to go out with a different mindset or I get frustrated. My neighbor who's, who, uh, he snow, snow bikes, fat bikes Uh often. It's like his thing. He loves North Fork Park, but he also really loves it when the snowshoers get out ahead of him on the trail because it's gotta be packed down a little bit or else he says it's not easy to do. Yeah. 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 I imagine. Um, but like you said, you you like to go snowshoeing and you like to just really take in the surroundings and enjoy the beauty of it all. If I go with that attitude, I love snowshoeing. If I go with the attitude of I want to get up and I want to like depends on where you go. Get so if strength. you're skinning, if you're snowshoeing Ben Loman or you're snowshoeing Lewis, you're looking at the downhills, like where's my skis? Right. So that's a bad idea. Right. But if you snowshoe... Um, Green, Green Pond or... Green Pond or my favorite, which is... Uh, oh, jeez. Um, Coldwater Canyon? Not cold. Uh, is it Coldwater? Wheeler Canyon? Wheeler Canyon to Icebox Canyon. Icebox yeah. is my favorite in the winter to snowshoe because, you know, you're not tempted by a downhill right. in at all. It's beautiful. There's a frozen river. The pines are completely full of snow and ice. It doesn't feel like you're anywhere near... A town, right? Feels like you're far back into the to the woods, the wilderness. It's usually cold, 
you know, and it, it's not very far off of the road. Right. So it's a great place to go snowshoeing and really just take in the beauty of winter. Yeah. One thing that I see a lot of people doing, a lot of people who like to trail run and stuff like that is they'll put on the micro spikes on their shoes and on the pack trails that the snowshoers or whoever else have kind of packed down once the trails really firm up, then they can hike them really fast. And with those micro spikes, they can get good traction. An icebox is a great place to do that once the trail's been packed. But the nice thing, of course, about snowshoes is you get even better traction, but you can go right after a snowstorm when it's untouched by the rest of the world. And you could be the first one out there enjoying it. We were the first, and this is this is where you'd be kicking yourself, like, what are we doing here? Um, there was a fresh powder storm, and I had already planned to do a snowshoe hike with friends and family, and it, and we decided to go. Um, okay, now it, is it is it? It's not the meadows. What do you call the the willows? The, so it's the second parking, the overflow parking lot, snow basin, and then back towards maples, 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 and then the trail that goes up to the overlook. Um, which is a really popular mountain bike Sardine trail. Sardine Peak, is that? <laughs> yeah, the, the loop is very popular with yeah. mountain bikers in the summer. And, oh my gosh, breaking so much trail through there. <laughs> so much snow. And, I mean, it was like knee to hip, knee to hip deep on with snowshoes on. I mean, that's how not nice of a powder day it was. And the sun was out. It was bluebird. And I'm like, oh, what are we doing on this side of the mountain in snowshoes? <laughs> right over there, everyone's having the time of their life. Right. And we're like struggling <laughs> to hike anywhere. But it was all pre-planned. And I, I still remember it was fun. But those are probably, that's when you go to the resort or go backcountry skiing, right. not snowshoeing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this time of year, we just we just did an episode on kind of why this time of year is a good time to get into the backcountry a little bit and enjoy that experience. But this time of year is the perfect time to snowshoe because uh, you still get good snow, good conditions. It's still beautiful, but when the sun's out, like you can hike in a long sleeve shirt and be comfortable. Maybe a wind jacket if you need it, but I mean, you don't have to be completely bundled up. Yeah. Um. I mean. Don't forget to wear six masks. But other than that, I'm, six. I'm just kidding. Six. Do you know, Powder Mountain actually says you're supposed to wear two, but don't worry. I've been, I mean, they don't check you. You just got to have it on when you're yeah. up there. Uh, anyway, I get annoyed by all that, all that type of stuff. But the point is right now, this, this is the time of year. Like you get out when the sun's shining, it's really comfortable. Like it's a really nice time to hike and, and snowshoe and you... You're not cold. You're not. You get some sun. You get some vitamin D. You feel, which is important mentally. Yeah. Too to those. I know there's people who are like, I hate winter. Well, you hate winter because you lock yourself in your house. Right. You go to work and you go home and you watch Netflix and you don't go outside and do anything. Well, it's cold. Well, it it's actually surprisingly not that cold when you're active. Right. Um. You have to have the right gear and stuff, but. Like when you're when you're active when you're snowshoeing, you start breaking a sweat pretty quick, especially if you're completely bundled up. Um, so you got to pare it down to a lightweight synthetic or lightweight down as the most that you're going to have on uh, over over the top because you you're working. It's it's yeah. fun, you know and it's it, you know it doesn't seem like it. You're just walking, but it it is it's 
it's a kind of a workout and it's great exercise, great mentally, beautiful weather. Most of, if it's snowing, it's really pretty. And if the sun's out, it's really pretty. So it's the great A's that are like, yeah, this is lame. But either storming or, you know, blue skies, it's fantastic. Right. And I would say, I mean, probably two-thirds of the time it's either snowing or sunny. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, when it's, even when it's a little overcast, it's still pretty and it's still nice. It's just not like epic. Yeah. See, that's the cool thing for me is when you get out on those sunny bluebird days after a storm or on the days where it's snowing uh, lightly or or even on a like a stormy day, those are like epic days that you'll remember the rest of your life. They're just You really do remember them. Like, I remember hiking Wheeler Canyon. I have a, a photo. It's like it's an un, unbelievable photo where – it was snowing, but then the clouds lifted and the sun came out, but the snow's still coming down. Mm-hmm. And it, there's a curve in the trail, and like the rocks are hanging over. Todd was ahead of me and had like a red jacket on. And I took this photo, and it, you have no idea where it's at. The way the sun's hitting it and the snow's built up, it's like the most beautiful, epic shot. And it's freaking like two turns down Wheeler Canyon. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. This is a cool time of year. And you just, you deal with a quarter of the people or less right now than you would. And none of the hooligans and sorry, hooligans, you know who you are. The group of, uh, of, of, uh, hikers in the summer who like to carry their loudspeakers, you know, right. And, uh, smoking all the weed, which is fine, but that's, I don't like to like be behind those guys with my kids and stuff. Right. That's so, um, I like, I like avoiding them in the, in the winter time. They're not out there. Right. So you don't run into those guys. Um, don't really run into, I mean, in the summertime and it's sad around here, you run into even like homeless or people who might be, I might have bad intentions on the trail. There's like, it can be kind of scary in certain spots when you're this close to an urban center. Right. In the wintertime, those people have nothing to do with the trails. So you don't have to worry about any of that stuff in the wintertime. Yeah. Yeah. It's sweet. It's a good time. Good time to get out. So if you are sick of being stuck inside and all you're doing all winter long is listening to our podcast and wishing you were outside. Which I commend. Yeah. I mean, that's good. But, uh, Go get outside. Go try it out. See what you think. There's no learning curve. With snowshoeing, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And that's the one one reason why we love snowshoeing is anybody can do it. It's fun for everybody, no matter what your your activity level is. I mean, snowshoers can like you get a real workout. If you're if you're a good fit runner or something like that, throw some snowshoes on and hike through some deep snow and feel the burn. I mean and not only that, but if you're looking to lose, if you're heavier and want to lose some pounds, it's, it's, it's an exercise that doesn't feel like exercising. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's just, you're out there having a good time on a walk, but if you're wearing a watch or something that tracks your calories burn, I bet you burn a lot of calories yeah. on, on an hour because you can easily get out there for an hour. It just doesn't feel like it. Right. Yeah. Not to mention, it's a bit easier on the joints because when you're hiking in snow, it's softer on the joints. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get home like like you would after a trail, after a road run or a trail run or, or even a hike on hard trails. You get home and your joints are sore and stuff like that. Get out on snowshoes and it's it's softer, it's it's gentler on the body. So, 
Uh, if you need any snowshoeing equipment, we're probably sold out of snowshoes. So, hashtag thanks COVID. Um, we did not get our full snowshoe orders in, and the ones we got in sold immediately. Yeah. So there's some. We 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 go with MSR. We trust the brand. There's some cheaper brands out there that if you're looking to just get into the sport, uh, you can even go to like a Dick Sports or something like that to just get into it. But I would recommend renting. You can rent from us. You can rent from the outdoor program. We have snowshoes and it's pretty cheap, 15, 20 bucks or something like that. It's not very expensive. It's got to be maybe even less than that because ski packages are 25. Yeah. But um, yeah, you got the snowshoes and poles and then you could, you just go. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to size them. You just and we yeah. we rent snowshoes. Yep, uh, Weaver State rents snowshoes. Their outdoor program. Um, so there are ways to get snowshoes if you want to try it and you want to get out. Um, but also all the other gear that goes along with it the the lightweight like your wind jackets or your um, lightweight gloves. Right now the popular items are buffs because I mean you want to cover your face, particularly if you're at a resort. But uh, it's funny because. I didn't wear a buff the way I wear them now because of COVID, but now I'm like, oh man, these are actually, they actually keep your face warm. Yeah. <laughs> like they actually do what they're supposed to do, right. what they're built to do. Cause I'll take them down to breathe when I'm like not on the lift or whatever, you know? Right. And I'm like, oh, my face is cold. I put my buff back up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, oh, you mean they actually do what they're supposed to? Yeah, they, they do there. And so people, uh, the number one winter accessory, the the COVID winter accessory that we had zero of, was the balaclavas. Huh. I can't tell you how many people come into the shop. We got a balaclavas. You guys have balaclavas. <laughs> we have buffs. We have buffs because yeah. nobody ever buys balaclavas ever <laughs> until twenty twenty comes right. along. Yeah, and I have one from. It was a vendor wanted us to carry their stuff, and so we get some free things. And I have one, and I wore it. Um, I think I wore it Saturday to MC. I'm like, I get it now, because you don't have to pull it up. The buffs yeah. will sort of fall down and stuff, but the right. ball clubs stay in place, right? And you don't have to worry about them. And that's why everybody on the mountain is freaking wearing ball clubs right now. And they're super warm. Oh, they're too warm, but right. yeah, yeah. And that's so. I've got two ball clubs at our at my house one that's mine and one that's my wife's um that i i had one i had one for a long time but i bought one for my wife when we climbed mount rainier a few years back and um i just wanted something super warm that she could put on and like no matter the weather she would be protected from frostbite or any any of those types of things i don't think we wore them because we were just so warm I think I, I have an OR one, like yeah. a legit nice like OR a wind one. Stopper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's got to be freezing freaking cold. That, yeah. Your trip to the UN is in the twenties. That's when you wear that stuff. Right. Yeah. In fact, I'd have to look at my picture. I don't even think I wore mine on that trip to the UN. Oh, really? Like the one time of the year that I should have, but yeah. um, they're just so warm. I I like them on really cold days skiing when I'm riding lifts and skiing, but if I'm hiking, whew, I get too warm enough. You were mentioning like we started this off like asking if I like winter. You know, I also like dressing up. I like putting on all the jackets and things. Yeah. Uh, and I'm almost, I get disappointed when it's in the thirties and it doesn't drop down to the teens and single digits because you don't need the bigger jackets 
until it gets that cold. The right. the nice mid-weight downs and mid-weight synthetics are all you really need, at least here in Utah, because we're not Chicago. We don't have the humidity and we don't have the freezing winds necessarily um, for like the majority of winter. So my big poofies stay in the closet <laughs> like the majority of winter. Unless I'm at an event where I'm standing around all day, they just don't get the use. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to look, I'm trying to find the picture that I had of, of us in, uh, in, in freezing temps, freezing temps going up King's Peak, trying to find the picture of my wife frozen. (laughs) Oh yeah. Here we go. Well, I don't know if you'd be able to see this. Who's calling me from Georgia? All right. You probably can't. Can you see that? Oh my gosh. She's covered. Covered. Yeah. Only her eyes are showing. Yeah. She took her goggles off and her eyelashes are frozen. Are frozen. No, her eyelashes aren't. Her hair that's that's coming down. It out looks of like her all ice everywhere. Balaclava. Yeah, it's just ice everywhere. Her hair's iced up. Every everywhere that she's breathed and the the breath has kind of gotten on around around the outside of her down jacket, on her goggles, on her hair, on her and it looks like the sun's out, like a nice day. Oh yeah, it, no, it was a nice, nice day. Yeah, yeah sunny and freezing. negative twenty degrees. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh anyway, man, it was. Uh, see, negative twenty degrees out, and I've just like got my yeah. face face wide open. I. Um. You have tough face skin. I guess so. That was pre beard. That was pre beard. Definitely not pre double chin though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. I was, I was lighter weight then than I am now, and I look fatter than I do now. Maybe muscle. That's what it. That's muscle. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Anyway, that was uh, that was quite the experience. So uh, yeah, if you want to if you want to get out and enjoy the winter before it's gone, great time to do it. And check out gear30.com. That's g e a r t h i r t y dot com. Uh, for the gear that you need to do that. we got a lot of markdowns right now. It's a great time to buy stuff. Yeah, everything, all the winter stuff that we have left is is on sale. And Anyway, so yeah, check that out. And thanks for listening to the podcast. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe. And we'll see you on the next episode. Woo-woo.